What's happening guys? Chris from Good Looking Loser and I'm doing this video at least until it gets too fucking hot in here in a full Afghani burqa. There's a story behind this. I actually traveled to Afghanistan to buy this. No, I didn't. I got it on eBay. And when it came, it smelled like an armpit. That's why we know it's authentic, okay? Is that racist? It's not racist. Came from England, all right? If anything, that's a, um, a shot at Britons. Hardly. I don't know. Says it was authentic. Thing cost $129. Thing is like a tablecloth. But it does get hot in here. I was going to wear this thing to the Republican National Convention in Cleveland, Ohio about a month ago. I was there with Cernovich, Lauren Feldman. They're producing the, the movie Silenced. I'm a part of that as a uh, sponsor. And our girls were with us too. Um, this would be way, way too hot for the 100 degree weather in Cleveland. Plus, I bought it to wear it there. And I was going to like carry around a Trump sign and like wear this thing. Um, but I decided not to because I would probably be arrested right away. I, I don't know. But um, see, I bought this burqa in, in like February, right? Um, that was after the, the Paris shooting. And it was before San Bernardino in this country. It was before Orlando. And um, so honestly, as funny as it might have been for about 50 seconds, I think it probably would have been in poor taste. But um, the whole RNC in Cleveland, I was expecting it to be a lot more, um, let's just say, I don't want to say exciting because it was cool. I just thought it would be a lot more uh, uh, just, I don't know, terrible, like a lot more rioting. But um, it was pretty, it was pretty uh, calm overall. The DNC, which happened after that in Philadelphia, certainly had its share of protesters there. So anyway, when I did this video a second ago, I'm, I'm going to try to hold out till about three minutes in the burqa so I can do a thumbnail of it. So I don't have to take a private thumbnail. I'll be in the, in the thumbnail for it. So the original theme to this video was what do you think about terrorism? And uh, I talked about it, but I did the video over because it just was stupid. Um, so I'll just tell my TSA story now. Okay. All right. I'm done with this thing. Ugh. I'm done. I've had enough. Couldn't imagine wearing that. Seriously. But who knows? Maybe you'll have to be wearing it soon. Um, I have one. It's authentic. Anyway, okay, so earlier this year, I was traveling to Florida to see my parents. And um, for whatever reason, I always have trouble at the airports. I hate flying. It has nothing to do with being scared. I hate airports. has nothing to do with being scared. has everything to do with being a complete pain in the ass. Okay? I really dislike it. I really dislike it. So, for whatever reason, I always have so much trouble with, um, at the airport. They always single me out for additional screening. Like, always. And I'm not even wearing this, you know? They, al they always do. So I always have trouble with TSA. That's the Transportation Security Administration. For you guys in Europe who watch my videos, I don't know how it is in the EU, but it's probably the same way. But um, 
In the USA, there's this government agency called TSA, and if you ever want to get on an airplane, you have to go through their clearance, okay? There's a huge body scanner. Um, I try not to go through that. I try to get to the airport like two hours early so I can get the pat down, right, instead of the, the body scanner because Alex Jones says the body scanner causes cancer, and I believe him. I do, I think, could be, right? So I always request a pat down. They always roll their eyes at me because they think like, whoa, only like celebrities were, you know, request pat downs. Well, it's because every time I went through the body scanner, besides the fact that it may be causing cancer in people, it is there's something goes wrong all the time. And I'm always singled out again. But even with the pat downs, I'm singled out again. So... My flight was early in the morning. It was 6.20 in the morning. So I got to the airport at 4.20. There's nobody there at all. Okay. This is the local airport in Boise. Very, I like that airport because, you know, there's no lines ever. Hardly. All right. And these people in Boise, they never really mess with me. Okay. It's always the, it's always the flight home. All right. San Francisco every time. LA every time. Um, so... I'm the only person in line at about 4.30 in the morning. I put my luggage up on the, you know, the conveyor belt, goes, goes through the screener. I ask for the pat-down, and they proceed to, they call the pat-down opt-out. So the guy gets on his walkie-talkie, <coughs> um, flyer's going to opt-out, opt-out, and then comes around to people to pat me down, Okay. I know the procedure. I don't need to go into the back room to get the pat down. I'm okay with that. I do think, and not just trying to be um, funny here, I I do think the pat down though for women and children, okay, and certainly senior citizens is a definite invasion of privacy. It's a bit much, but they can go through the body scanner. Anyway, the pat down doesn't go that well, okay? It doesn't go well at all. They can't give me clearance. And these guys, all right, there's, picture this now. 4.20 in the morning at the airport, 4.30. Nobody is around. Four TSA agents are around me and they're all patting me down. And none of them ag agree to give me clearance, okay? They take my luggage off the conveyor belt. They put it aside. They start going through that. Um, they actually call two armed officers to go through my bags and i'm just like oh no they're gonna find kava in there it's completely legal but i'm gonna have to give them some explanation of what it is they look through everything they look through everything they find the kava they're not interested in that they're back on me they start asking me questions so where are you going today southwest florida what is your business there well my family lives there how many people in your family i felt like i was like on this um like speed dating thing or something it was just they just asked me just quite like like i talk to my family still i don't hate them I'm going to see them type of thing i'm not being sarcastic i don't give that's the thing too i don't give these tsa agents a hard time i really don't especially the ones in boise especially the ones in the smaller towns like those are just normal people the, the, in the bigger cities you find the tsa agents that you know are, are really on a quest to uh stop a terrorist plot okay and of course they single me out 
pat down, pat down, pat down. Then I have to go sit in a corner while they look through my luggage. They ask me a whole bunch of questions. I stand up, two new TSA agents come in who I haven't seen before. Pat down, pat down, pat down. They say, no, we're not going to give this guy clearance. So they bring this metal like wand over to me and they're, they're putting the wand up and down my body. And I'm just like, great, I was trying to avoid this, you know, these these um these metal body scanner things and for some reason my pants keep going off and my sh- and my shoes keep going off so they take my shoes okay and then they say this is like an hour of time that's gone by in here i don't i have about 45 minutes till my flight boards and i'm getting a little worried about that and they finally said sir in order for you to get on your flight you're going to have to disrobe um i said um okay I guess I'll do that. This is a first. It's usually something, but it's not usually now I have to take my clothes off. So I went in the back room. I gave him my shorts. They ran. Some guy came with gloves and they took my shorts and they ran it through the the um, extra security check. And they came back and they said, we can't clear you now. We need the rest of your clothes. We need your bottoms, they said. So I don't want to miss my flight. So I just said, I like, fuck it. Okay, I'll take off all my clothes. I get to keep my shirt on. Apparently that wasn't a problem. So before I take, they, they've never done this before. I, I can just tell. they this There was never, ever, they've never done this before. At least the people that were working there then. All right, so this guy comes over to me. He says, sir, proceed to remove your bottoms. He goes, I'll, I will give you privacy. And he holds up a sheet, all right? He holds up this sheet. Only problem is he's looking over the sheet the whole time at me. He's just looking over it. I was, I'm like waiting for him to go like this. But he informs me that protocol is as such. He cannot take his eyes off me. There must be two officers or you know agents in the room at all times. Plus there's this camera on the ceiling. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, whatever. So I get rid of my, I get rid of the underarm. I get rid of the boxer briefs. All right, my dick's hanging out again. Um, no, this is a first with TSA, but nonetheless, I could just tell these guys had never done it before. So I sit down on the chair and I'm waiting for them to to run the Under Armour and the in the shorts or in the boxer briefs through screening. Time is a tick in here. I have like 20 minutes before 20 20 minutes before the flight boards. We're cutting this close, and and I'm just sitting there on this chair. Half naked, but, you know, naked enough. Pants are off and everything. But here's where the funny part comes in where I made them feel really awkward. Earlier that morning, I pumped up my dick with a bathmate, right? And you guys who have that, you'll know that you're, especially if you use a full boner in the bathmate, your dick gets really big. Like, really, like, inflated, right? So I'm sitting there with that hanging out, and... I know everyone in the room thinks that either I have a huge penis or I have an above average sized penis that's really pumped up, which is more the case. And also, number two, I don't know if you guys know what HCG is. I'm prescribed that as part of a hormone replacement therapy. I took an extra shot of it up like a couple days in advance. So um, I think three days in advance, I, I took a dose of it. Uh, because I'm going to travel, and HCG basically keeps your balls working while you're on testosterone. But it really, really inflates your balls. So basically, my balls are about 
three times probably. That I've never taken so much in such a short period of time. My balls were just like three times probably bigger than like normal. So I'm sitting there on this chair, all right, with this like hanging down. This woman comes in the back to, I don't know, to talk to the other officers. And then they all three of them get in a little huddle and I, I they're just talking about me. They're talking about me. And this is Boise. And most people are like pretty conservative. This has never happened before. And I just, I, I feel like they're like, they're so weirded out by, by me. But the thing is, they were the weird ones. They were the ones that, that had me disrobe. All right. So long story short, my Under Armour, my shorts, uh, my socks, my shoes come back. Actually, they ended up taking my socks. They ended up taking the Under Armour. I got the shorts back. And they said that there was some sort of explosive material that was on my on my shoes, my socks, and my Under Armour shorts. The only thing I could think of was before I got in the TSA line, I had used the bathroom and possibly some of the cleaner on the floor because they just had cleaned it, got on my clothes. I, I have no idea, but I swear to God, every time I go to the airport, it gets worse for me. It just it like it gets it, it gets it gets worse. They 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 take another article of clothing. It's, this time they get me half half naked in front of a camera. It's it's like I don't know what it is about me. What do you think it is? I don't know. It's it's very bizarre that it like always happens. So I get to the airport two hours early just because I I know something like something something's going to happen to me. I'm going to be taken in a room and like screened with like metal things being being half naked. It just this always happens to me. Completely true story. It's one of the crazier things that's happened all year to me. You guys think I live an, live an interesting life? I have in the past. That's what most of the stories on GLL are about. Life's good today. Um, I'm 33. Can do whatever I want. Um, you know, got got you guys. Got businesses online. It's pretty good, but it's not as exciting. I did a video yesterday where people said you have such a sadness in your eyes, Chris. Th there's something going on behind the scenes that I will tell you about. Hopefully, when it passes, that certainly adds to it. But there's also just a real general fatigue in uh, what I'm doing. Um, it's let's just put it this way: online business is not passive income. Okay, it's not passive income. Sales can happen when you're not physically there, but goddamn, is this is passive income? So there's my story on TSA. Uh, we'll come back and do another GLL short video like tomorrow or something. If you want to suggest a topic, go ahead. If you've made it this far in the video, you have the right to suggest a topic. All right, talk to you guys later.